Up From Work podcast. My name's Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. Welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. You're listening to episode 140 of the show tonight. This is your host, Dave Swillam. And this is where we get to work, making work a passion, living life full-time creative. If you're new to listening to the show, this is where we interview artists, musicians, entrepreneurs, and creatives, people living alternative lives and people going after their passion in a real way to help you do what you want to do. Or maybe you're in the middle of what you want to do right now and you want to just stay sharp with a bunch of different people out there and keep the conversation moving. So either way, really happy to have you. Tonight, I had something go down with a guest. So I think we're going to be having him reschedule, but I'm going to be rolling solo. I always keep a section in my my notebook here of solo episodes that I've been meaning to do. If you haven't heard any of them, they're a little bit quicker than my other longer form episodes where I'm doing interviews with those people that I just talked about. And they are an opportunity to go on a bigger deep dive into some things that I'm either talking about with people off air or things that someone have got my my mind spinning on from other days here. So on this episode tonight, we'll probably stay a little bit shorter for that. And we're going to go deep on something that has been on my mind lately. So episode 140 tonight of the show, we're talking about keeping up with the Jones 2.0. And so first, before we get into this, this is very like mindset, the way that we think about things, the way that we go throughout our day. You might be saying, what does this have to do with me being creative? What does this have to do with me going after my passion. Well, a lot of reasons why I talk about mindset or things that we can use to approach our day or time or money or energy or all these different things that we talk about on the show is because a lot of those things affect how creative or how much you can pursue what you want to do really happens because you kind of get slowed down or steered off or don't even start from a lot of issues that fuck with us out there. And so this is one that I think fucks with a lot of people, including myself. And it's going to more and more as we go on here with all of the the things that we're creating to stimulate and keep an eye on for social and whatever, all the things that we check out on the day-to-day, there's a lot more of it. And that's why I'm having this conversation tonight. So first, before we get into that, I want to talk about, for those that have never heard the phrase, keeping up with the Joneses, you've probably heard it as like a, a phrase when when you were asking your parents for something and being like, hey, can I have a, whatever the the latest trend was at the time, like... For me, it's, you know, I'm going to date myself, but for me, it's like Beyblades or Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon or something when I was younger. And it's like, you probably know it from when you were a kid, you were asking for that. And your parents are like, you know, the the classic saying of like, if, if, you know, if Joey jumped off a bridge, would you jump off too? Well, they might also say like, what are you trying to keep up with the Joneses? Like you're trying to keep up with what other people are doing because you see them have something or do something and you're trying to do the same thing because you, you feel that you should do that as well and that you need to do that. So keeping up with the Joneses, let's see, I'm going to read this right for you. And people that are watching live, you'll actually see this on the screen because they're going to pop it up. But it came from a comic book strip from a long time ago, 1913. The strip ran until 1940. So we're talking about a long time of people feeling this way. So when you feel that way, people have felt this way for a long time. So it's not unnatural to feel that way where you see someone doing something or having something and you feel like you need to be doing that thing to 
to keep up with it. It's a very natural human thing, but I think it gets escalated and it does things that get in our way of getting the things that we want done quite frequently. So let me just bring this up real quick. The phrase keeping up with the Jones is an idiom in many parts of the English speaking world referring to the comparison to one's neighbor as a benchmark for social class or the accumulation of material goods. To fall to keeping up with the Joneses is perceiving as demonstrating socioeconomic or cultural inferiority. The phrase originated in a comic strip of the same name. So that is what keeping up with the Joneses came from. That's where it came from. And that's where the term came from is someone recognizing this pattern that we had at that time and putting that out there on a comic strip. And why am I saying this right now in, in 2021? And why is the episode called Keeping Up with the Joneses 2.0? It is because a lot of people are being born now and have been, have been born in a time where social media has been around their entire life. And I think that while I love social media, you, you can see in past episodes when I talk about things that you need to do or how to do them for different pieces of content and, and my belief in content and this current web generation that we're living in, there's a lot of bad that comes with social media as well. Something that I guess brought this episode out recently was the whistleblower situation with Facebook when someone basically came forward with evidence to show the company willingly and was aware of and stoking the fire on basically content that makes people angry because it keeps people's attention longer and it keeps the communication and the use of the platform longer. And it's really fucked up. You know, for people who have watched the, uh, I forget what that documentary is called. I'll include it in the show notes, but like the social experiment or whatever it is when people from Google and Facebook and all of these companies are, are talking about what's been happening behind the scenes of how social media functions. And then we have whistleblowers coming out and people talking about this. This is some real shit about how social media operates on our mind and affects the way that we think and changes. Like that's the social experiment or whatever, if that's definitely what it's called. That's what they're talking about. It's, it's actually changing society. You know, It's changing the way that we think and operate with each other. It's making us angrier and more frustrated. And it's definitely bringing this keeping up with the Joneses thing to a new level. So now it's it's not the same thing as the 1913 to 1940 when the strip was running. And you might have seen things in the paper, right? Like you saw newspaper, magazines, articles and things like that are out in the streets where you might have seen marketing things that made you feel like you need to keep up with the Jones. Or maybe it was just like your neighbor drove in a nice new Cadillac or they you know, had a special suit or a watch or like they had something that you saw in person that made you be like, oh, damn, Tim right next door has this. Like, this is bullshit. Like, we should have this. This is ridiculous. Like, we, we deserve this. Now it's, it's escalated because now on every social media platform at all times, on every single one of them, we can see what other people are up to. And the thing that's fucked up about it is it's not like you, you see Tim's next door car and then you see like something go down with Tim and it found out he actually bought it through some other sketchy way or whatever. It's like on social media, we can post only the things that are good about our lives and choose to hide all the bad all the time. And a lot of people do. And so what that creates is this keeping up with the Joneses 2.0 is everything that we see on the daily, not only are many of these platforms choosing to, to show us content that purposely makes us feel bad or makes us feel angry or, or makes us feel like we need to change ourselves, but it's also just the availability of this, just being able to see 
everything that everyone is doing all the time. This is a very new thing for humanity. And you've probably heard me talk about some of this stuff on the past, like 10, 20 episodes or something like that. I'm starting to really integrate like the way that I look at the human species here because I was, I've been reading some books on just like the way that our bodies and our minds are made versus the environment that we've created for ourselves and how new so many concepts are and how we really haven't had time to essentially study those things to see like what they're doing to us. Like things are moving so quickly now that technology is here. Things are changing so rapidly in human behavior that we often don't have time to really know if something's good or bad or what it's even doing for many of the things that we're introducing into our daily lives on mass scale. And it's kind of nuts. And this is one of those ones. So what sparked it for me is I've been, I've been talking with maybe three or four different friends of mine who are entrepreneurs or artists that are absolutely crushing it. And from social, like right now, I've been running a YouTube series. I've been posting quite a bit about the project that I've been working on which hasn't been going bad, but it hasn't been going great. You know, like a lot of, I, I think I've been pretty good in, in those series and those photos to post the ones when I'm having bad days. I'm pretty transparent about it saying when, you know, the budget blew out or like I'm just tired and exhausted and grumpy or whatever's been happening. I've, I've been pretty straightforward on it, but none, nonetheless, I run into these conversations where either, you know, me to them or them to me is like, damn, man, you're doing so much. I need to be doing more. And it makes me like, like you inspire me, like positive thing, right? But, but I need to be doing more because I see the thing that you're doing. That is keeping up with the Joneses. You know, like there is a good part of that. Like it's good to watch the things that people are doing and then be inspired. And inspired makes you do really great things because you get inspired to do something and you want to do some amazing things that you might not have been motivated to do or had a habit in place or done something to, to go for. But it also can do some really bad things where maybe you are doing exactly the same amount or more than that other person, but the social doesn't really understand. It doesn't really show you what's happening or how that's happening, where I can post all the pictures that I want to explain how hard my life can be sometimes, right? And there's a million people that have it worse than me. But at the end of the day, no one's really seeing me when I'm having that bad time in person. They're not seeing me when I'm figuring out money or when I'm really tired or I'm, I'm just exhausted and mad or hurt or whatever. They don't see all that all the time, even with being a pretty transparent person. And so the problem with seeing these images all the time and seeing these things just around you that are showing other people to benchmark against is it's not showing that that person worked for 10, 15 years. You know, you'll hear me on the podcast say overnight success is a 10 year thing because many of the people on the show that I've interviewed have been working on whatever it is that they're crushing for a long time, you know, before it like pops off. They've been working on it for a long time and it, people never really look for that or see it. They, they see the, the current things. And so I encourage you if you're, you know, it's impossible not to be influenced by these things. It's not impossible not to feel that way. And like I said before, some of it is good to be inspired or to be pushed out of your comfort zone when you're like, damn, this person's doing that. Like I have to be better. There's good things with that. But what I would urge you to do is to limit it to some degree or find a way to break it down or digest it better. Or at least this is maybe me talking to me from a little while ago and, and feeling some, some comfort from new things that I've been doing. So 
I don't have a ton of tips here, but I wanted to definitely bring that to light and just something to think about on the day to day because I definitely have been of like, I'm trying to stop myself when I'm thinking like that. I'm like, is this person definitely ahead or, or do I definitely need to be comparing myself to this person right now? And sometimes it's like a yes. Sometimes it's a no. Sometimes it's like we're not even in the same ball game right now. Like I, I would love to be that person. I, I want to stay inspired to be as good as that and, and get to that point one day. But. Do I need, but am I in the same playground as that person right now? Do I even have the capabilities of being there? Was I given the same opportunities? Do I have the same skill sets or whatever or connections or any of this? There's sometimes where it just, it's not realistic for you to think that way. And it just only hurts you and it only makes you less motivated or procrastinate. But I want to share a couple of things that lately uh, have helped me not keep up with the Joneses and say, I don't give a fuck what the Joneses are doing. I'm doing my thing over here at the Swillums. I've got my own game to play and I'm, I'm trying to play it the best that I can. So the first thing is limiting social media just to the impactful things or the things that bring joy to you. So it is so damn easy on your phone and so damn addicting from like the the hits when you're bored of like seeing things happen. And I totally understand that. Like when you're bored at work or whatever is going on to pull open social and check out what's going on all the time. But I've felt it much more peaceful when I don't do those things. So I've started limiting the times that I check social media to times of day. So like noon and I think usually like once in like the, the afternoon, four or six. And then it depends on if I'm, if I'm like active trying to do things like with my band or the podcast or whatever it might be, I might check one more time later in the night, but usually it's going to be two times a day. And so limiting the amount of time that I'm on there does a couple things. A, it separates things. So I've talked about before, like not answering texts or emails or like holding things off in the morning, like letting yourself decide how you're, you're going to set up for the day and what's important and what needs to be your priority for you and getting clear. I believe that with social media, like don't open that shit in the morning. I really believe in holding that off till the afternoon where like you've already really hyper focused on getting in line with your day, getting things underway in the way that you want the day to happen like and and focusing on that before it starts clouding things for you. So controlling the times of day and then also those focal points save time too because if you're using social for your business or your creative, which I encourage you to, like I, I think that you should be using these tools, you know, if you're able to without messing with your your head entirely, you should be using these tools. They're they're very important for modern business right now. And at least the model we have for web 2.0 where we're at, that's what we should be doing. But when you put it in different times of day, I found that you utilize it in a different way than you do when you just open it up at, at, at any given point. When you open it up at any given point, you do exactly what they want you to do, where you scroll and you just go through things and you get lost and you just you waste time and you ruin and delineate your attention from whatever you're trying to do in the present or wherever, even if you're not trying to do something. It's like, for me, it's better to like chill and just look out into my backyard or, or be on a subway or be somewhere and not do fucking anything than it is for me to just cruise through social media. And so when you put it into different times, you're also making it so that you're more intentional with what's happening there. You are maybe checking to see what people are up to, maybe trying to get a little bit of inspiration and, and see what things you know your family friends are up to. And that's all cool. But also maybe getting that post out that you need to do or telling people or connecting with someone that 
you need to connect with and then getting out of there. It's a lot more intentional of like, what do I need to get done in here? What do I want done? Even if it's just for entertainment, where I know there's a lot of people like my wife that are, are really digging on TikTok right now. If it's for entertainment, a lot of these are supplementing uh, TV, basically. So if it's like, you know that it's entertainment, it's chill time, it's downtime, you definitely have the right to utilize something for that. Just know that that's what you're choosing, basically, for that time. Is you're choosing that for an entertainment piece, you're choosing it for business or whatever. But having times of day and having pointed things to do where you get in and get out, that's the way that I shop for things. When I go to the mall, I'm there to buy a bathing suit or I'm there to buy shoes or something. And then I'm the fuck out of there. And I'm sure that some of you are shoppers and that's cool. That's just not me. And so I'm very strategic when I go to a mall or like a shopping center. Like I know what I'm getting and then I'm out. I am the same way with social right now. And that's been helping a lot with that. The other thing that I've been doing that's been very helpful has been using something called Newsfeed Eradicator on my Chrome for a plugin. That's a free plugin. So I really encourage it. It's a friend of mine has been using it. I think some other friends recommended it to him. That's how I found out about it. So Newsfeed Eradicator is something that a friend of mine recommended that essentially for Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, that's the best one. YouTube, it gets rid of everything on the newsfeed. On YouTube, it gets rid of all of the recommended videos. Everything is gone except for the search bar. So I don't have the opportunity to see what someone posted and feel bad about it or see a video that distracts me and makes me go watch something that's not what I was there for and not what I'm trying to do. I only see a quote. It's usually positive quotes. I love it. And they're so simple. But between the two of those, like putting that on my computer, so when I'm on my computer working on audio and I'm bouncing files, I'm not encouraged to go over and start fucking around on social or the web and distracting myself because I'm bored. Or when I'm on my phone and things like that, it's just like more controlled. Even taking things like taking your phone and putting it in a different room while you're trying to have focus work, all of those things can be really helpful for not keeping up with the Joneses for not putting pressure on yourself that doesn't make sense, isn't needed at the time, and isn't helpful. And then when you're checking still at certain points in time, you still have the opportunity to get inspired or get competitive and make it so you get better at stuff and be better at the right things. Like All of that can still happen, but it's just more controlled. And I've just noticed the difference personally for myself for when I wasn't controlling it and I was feeling extra pressure for no reason where I'm doing my own thing here. I'm doing my own race of what I'm trying to do. It's a race against me. That is the hardest race to win is, is when you're, you're versing yourself of what you're trying to do and trying to make it happen. That's, that's something I'm much more interested in than trying to verse and take on the world. It's good to feel competitive. It's good to be influenced and, and get inspired by people, but it's really, really bad to just see shit all the time and just think that you need something or want something or should have it or should be something or should feel a certain way or all this other shit that may or may not be true. It's like, it's like marketing. You can have false advertisements. People can post things as false advertisement. They might be, you know, they might got a new car, but they're a million dollars in debt. So are they really living the life that you feel that you're seeing? They might have gotten a new house in your living in something that sucks right now. But now their overhead is ridiculous and they're going to have to work a job they fucking hate for the rest of their lives. There's a lot of shit that we don't really think about in those fast moments where we're on the run and we're like looking through social quickly that we don't think about, you know, 
all of the other things until you talk with someone and you say, how is this working? How are you doing this? And they say, I'm fucking crushing it. That's why I'm doing this. And it's like real. Maybe they really are doing that. Maybe there's something there to learn. But until that happens, until you start to understand like how something happened or, or why, then it's not worth getting into that over things that you're assuming. So that is the time that we're living in. If you have kids out there or you're about to have one, I really encourage you. I, I've never had kids, so I don't know a lot about it, but I just feel like they're going to grow up with some shit around them that is going to try to change their understanding and their feelings to themselves that I think is really important to monitor with all this shit that we didn't all grow up with at the same time. I just think like you as a creative, you as a entrepreneur, these are things that like I was saying earlier, I have friends of mine that inspire the shit out of me saying, oh, you have all the stuff going on. Like, I, I need to do more. And I'm like, dude, I see everything that you're doing and I need to do more. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And we're, we're two different people doing different things, looking at each other, being inspired from each other. And that's awesome. But we're also envious and being like, we need to do better from seeing each other on social where we haven't met up for a while. And it's like, we're both inspired from each other. So it's like we're both doing the right thing. We're both working the right way. Why are we feeling this way? And I think that's keeping up with the Joneses 2.0 in this time period of what we have at mass scale in our hands and on our computers. So hopefully that was helpful for you. If you've been thinking about this shit, let me know because I've been thinking about a lot of things over the past year and a half or two that I've been changing kind of the way that I do my day-to-day -day or, or what I choose to interact with or not. And hopefully if you were having some struggles with it, feel free to chat with me or, or chat with someone else about it and do something about it. If uh, you haven't been having trouble and you've been doing different ways to kind of make it so you're not feeling that way or keeping up with people that way, I'd love to hear any other things that have been working for you or things that you've been doing. You can hit me at, at Dave Wake Up on Instagram or Wake Up From Work Podcast at Gmail. That's going to be the show today, guys. Like I said, short and sweet. We're 25 minutes in right here. Hopefully this is something digestible on the way in to where you're at for the day, walking the dog, doing whatever. If you want to get some show notes, like I'll put in some of those links of the stuff that I recommended or that I'm using or some of these articles and shit that I talked about in the show notes. You can go to wakingupfromwork.com slash show notes and you can check those out there. And in 2022, I've got a lot planned to change up on the website to give you guys more resources and more ways to interact and connect with this show and a lot of really cool projects that are a way for you to get involved with what I'm doing here, regardless of you living in US, outside of the US, whatever you're up to. I appreciate everyone who's been listening to this show. Very much appreciate you for taking your time to check this out. So thank you for listening to the Waking Up From Work podcast. That was episode 140 of the show. Go kill it this week. See you guys. Mm -hmm.